Welcome to the first ever episode of Adventures in Podcasting, the independent podcaster's journey. We're going to start off with one of the OGs of Atlantic Canadian podcasts, Maritime Gardening. It's a great example of finding your niche and giving people interested in the subject exactly what they want. Producer host Greg Olton has been at it for a while, and in our conversation, he will tell us what worked for him and what didn't. I'm ready to go, so why wait any longer? Here's Greg and Maritime Gardening. Enjoy. You're listening to the Maritime Gardening Podcast, brought to you by Vessi Seeds. And today we've got Keith Reed here to talk about nitrogen, everything you ever wanted to know about nitrogen. Who is Keith Reed? Keith Reed is a soil scientist. He has his BSc and MSc at the University of Guelph. It's in Ontario. Uh, he worked for the Ontario, Ontario Ministry of Agriculture, and he worked for Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, and he's the author of Improving Your Soil. Greg Alton, welcome to Adventures in Podcasting, the independent podcaster's journey. Thanks for uh, doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. So one of the things I want to find out, uh, first of all, before we get into the podcast, is uh, where does your interest in gardening come from originally? Oh, I just grew up with that sort of thing. It was, you know, we had a garden in the backyard, and uh, and so it was just part of my my world growing up. My grandparents did it as well. Uh, when I got my first uh, apartment with uh, an apartment with a back access to a backyard, so I grew tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And then when I got my first house, I put in a garden. And then the next year, I made the garden bigger. And the next year, I made the garden bigger. And, and then we sold that house and bought this house. And then uh, we have a, a decent sized piece of land here so uh i started off with a garden right near the house in the backyard and my wife said why don't you put it further over there like away from the house (laughs) (laughs) uh but she meant like okay you put it over there but you can go she at some level i think she knew how big i was gonna go why don't you go over there make it as big as you want and i won't get on your case there was a kind of field behind the house all wild with weeds and stuff like that um so that's where i put it and it's 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 at the base of a hill, kind of south facing. Yeah, and where and are you located? Like waist high weeds, basically. <laughs> waist high mm-hmm. is like a field, and it turns out yeah. into a garden. And what area? You're in HRM. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm just outside okay, of town. So. I'm about like 15 minutes outside of town. Yeah, towards, but you're in a sub- suburb, like I'm in Dartmouth and whatever. So now my wife has a tiny little garden. She has two garden boxes uh, <clears throat> that she uh, tries to go, and she also does a little. Uh, get some herbs growing on the back deck uh, yeah. uh in the summer she was just within earshot a few minutes ago so i gotta be careful but uh <laughs> I, I i think she'd like to be better at it <laughs> right yeah yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so i have but i have turned you on turned her onto your podcast so well when did you decide to take it from i want you know i'm going to be gardening and doing this to i think i want to talk about gardening in a podcast when did that happen uh it was during a period where um, I was between jobs, put it that way, and I was teaching part-time at St. Mary's University, so I didn't have a lot of, you know, I was only there a couple of days a week, and uh, I contacted uh, a guy, Dave Doggett, who had run a message board. You remember message boards from yeah, like the I early do, 2000s? Yeah. Um, and I, and I, cause I seem to recall he had a, a, like a gardening message board. I was just getting into uh, just asking him what happened to that message board. I emailed him, and he said, oh, we're kind of not doing that anymore. We're kind of doing the podcast thing. We talked back and forth, and he said, like, you sound like a guy who could talk all day about something you're interested in. Why don't we try it out a little bit? And So it was all him when it started, mm-hmm. right? It was like he came up with the name, Maritime Gardening, and he was doing the editing and all that sort of stuff. And we just did a podcast, no YouTube, no nothing, just just podcasts, audio podcast. Yeah, we did that for about a year or so. Um, I enjoyed it because it was very similar. One of the first couple of years, it was just me talking, and he would sort of play. He would play the person that doesn't know a lot about because he doesn't know a lot about gardening, so it's easy <laughs> easy for him to play. We um, just ask, you know, like I, I would, I would set up because I was teaching at a university. I'd set it up like a lecture. Kind of like not not yeah. a boring lecture, but it's like a conversation. But I was taking the person, the, the listener, through. Okay, you want to do this? How do you go about doing that? That sort of thing. So I started off like that, and then I started making YouTube videos um, because uh, I thought it would help promote the podcast. Seeing me out in the garden and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out the YouTube videos picked up 
way more traction than the, the podcast. Like it, it took off much quicker. Um, so I started doing more of that. I continued with the podcast. At the time, we were doing two podcasts a month, I believe, or maybe even one a week. We had a ridiculous schedule for the podcast, but that's mm -hmm. all I was doing. I wasn't doing a lot of YouTube videos. And then, um, you know, it wasn't really going anywhere too, too much. This is before I really had any serious commitment to doing YouTube videos. And uh, Dave actually got out of it. He said, why don't you just, how about this is yours and I'm out. And he still runs the website. He's sort of like my webmaster. Mm -hmm. And I just pay him to do that. <laughs> but he's not like a partner in the podcast anymore. He just said, I'm really not into this. I'm not a gardener. You know, I thought, yeah. I thought it would be I'm really big, really fast. And it seems more like a labor of love. So why don't you just do it? Um, so almost within about a year of that, it really took off. <laughs> Just, it's got, and I can't explain why, but it really took off the, the, the YouTube channel. Because the YouTube channel took off, it just gave me more audience everywhere else. Um, but then I went back to, right around the same time I, I left teaching part-time at university, and I got back to working full-time for government. So I have a full-time job. This is around uh, beginning of 2018. That's when my channel took off, right? When, I, when all of a sudden I had no more time. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, so it didn't really happen. It just happened. Um, what was that? What was the word for that? It evolved. It evolved. Yeah. It's one of those things that evolved. I dipped my toes in and I had someone else, even my first video, I had a friend who was a film producer and he filmed my first two videos cause I didn't know what to do. Then, um, I started filming videos with just a little cheap camera, an old camera my wife had and I email or send the video footage to Dave and he would edit them into videos, but it took too long. I sent him, I sent him footage and it'd take like two or three weeks. And I wanted stuff out right away. So then I learned how to edit videos. And now I try to stick to a schedule of making one or two videos a week, every week. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and one podcast a month. And I write uh, a column, a weekly column on Substack that people, some of the stuff's free, but if you want to access to everything, it's, you pay maritimegardening.substack.com. Mm -hmm. um, so I write like a thousand words plus a week on that as well. So I'm pretty yeah. heavily engaged in it. And that's in addition to my full-time job and maintaining a big garden. And I got two teenagers and other yeah. interests as well. I'm an outdoors person, I like fishing and stuff. So, you know, very busy. But it's not overwhelming yeah. to me anyway. Yeah. So you, you, have to, you, you, you started out with help. Uh, which is great. Uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast right now are uh, probably people who are wanting to start a podcast, don't know how to start it, or just want to know how other people are doing it. Uh, yeah. And so you started out with Dave helping you out, and then yeah. Dave stepped away for for a time. Is he uh, involved in anything technical other than the website now? He just uh, he also when I send him the podcast, he does that Lipson thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what he does. He does right. some. He explained it to me once. And I was like, I don't know what that is. How about I just give you some money and you do it? Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> what, thankfully, I've what got he's the probably resources. doing. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> what he's doing is he's taking your video and uh, and and you've got the you know he's got the video there and he's probably stripping the video away to make it an into an audio podcast as well. And I do that. You I, do I, that? Okay. I create. Yeah. I I take oh, okay. the, the I create the audio file. But that's all I do. I just send it to him. Okay, then he's uploading, it. he's uploading it to Lipson, yeah. Yeah, and there's some things he has to do. It just seemed yeah. like one, for whatever, I got a weird psychology, but it's like, even when I've, when I've made a video, you make a video, and then you're supposed to share it to Twitter yeah. and, and Snapchat, all the, oh, I can't stand all this stuff. It's really, it, yeah. it only takes a minute for each thing, but it just, for, for whatever reason, yeah. I'm not bothered by spending two hours to edit a video. But sharing it on these all these different platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, yeah. Instagram drives me nuts. But you have to, yeah. right? It's probably because I have to. It's probably because I have to. That's why it yeah. drives me nuts. But you, you, know, you say you're creative. Yeah, you have teenagers. You said right. Yes. <laughs> you should get you. You should get one of them to do it for you. They probably I can could. do it. Probably do it in a half hour. All the platforms. It only takes. Listen, it takes five minutes, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's that's just it's a whole nother. And then the problem with having partners, and this yeah. I'd tell this to anybody: the problem with having a partner is the partner does what the partner wants when the partner wants to do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's handy if you're if you're if you're nervous about getting started. Having a partner can help because you're 
it helps you, you're not doing it alone or you're worried about it not being good enough or you don't know, you're worried about the things you don't know. But once you get any kind, it depends on your partner, but mm -hmm. if, if you're the sort of driving force behind things, you want things to happen when you want them to happen. And the problem with having a partner is a partner does what the partner wants when the partner wants to do it. So it doesn't always, your teenager does what your teenager wants when the teenager, the teenager wants, wants to do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. True. You know, true. whatever your Absolutely. employee, even an employee that they're just not, <laughs> you know, if I get up at 4 a.m. cause I can't sleep, I can edit a video and have it all ready to go by five 30 in the morning, get in a workout, have breakfast, go to work. I can do it all. I can't yeah. insist on somebody getting up at 4 a.m. to edit a video for me. You know? Yeah. So, and I am a really early riser. So I, you know, I have this, uh, you know, I like two hours every day where no one's awake and I'm awake <laughs> so I can get a lot of stuff done. You know, if I'm in a creative mood, sometimes I just watch TV, you know, but you know, on a, on a day where I've got that, that drive to do something creative or whatever, I'll get into it. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so did, um, before you started doing your own podcast, were you listening to podcasts? Not really. No, no. not at all. <laughs> no. Do you listen to any? Do you listen to any now? Do you listen to other people's podcasts, other gardening yes, I podcasts? Do. I don't yeah. listen to any gardening podcast. No, no, no. You. No. I think it. Um, you'll end up just your your content will be a conversation with the things you're listening to. Yeah. Um. So I've never done that. Um. So no, I only listen to podcasts when I drive to work, and they're kind of like history. I like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. That's oh, yeah. if you heard of that, it's fantastic. If you're into mm -hmm. history. Yeah, and there's a couple others where people they're like professors and they discuss. There's one professor in when a, when, a, when an academic writes a public facing book, so it's not for academic audience. It's for like New York Times list. Um, they'll discuss the book and discuss current events and that sort of thing. Um, so I'll listen to that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's more like history, philosophy, politics. Uh, that's the stuff I listen to. I don't listen to anything on gardening. <laughs> Isn't okay, that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes, yeah. you know, if I'm, if I have an idea for a video, I'll take a quick look through like, you know, the sort of top five gardening channels and see if this has been done to death or, yeah. or how did they do it? I, I'm not going to do it. I always want to make sure I'm doing something different. Like I've got videos every year. I do a video on everything that went wrong in my garden. Um, because most people, they're just showing you the awesome. I, I could, I could make it look like I never fail. Because yeah. it's, 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 it's Hollywood, right? You're making a video. You can just leave out stuff, right? Yeah. Um. So I think it's refreshing for people to see like these little crappy beats or whatever, whatever went wrong. Things go wrong. And I have a theory yeah. about why and what I'm going to do next year, and and that's a big part of gardening. Just not getting bothered by your failure. Almost your failure should galvanize and motivate you to try something yeah. different next year yeah and for those people who are uh you know listening to this podcast and going oh I, uh, you know you know everybody can garden in their backyard um you have a library you can go back on youtube and uh and search out everything uh, everything that you've done including uh, i'm assuming you've done something about how to start a backyard garden or oh yeah maybe you haven't yeah, so I got like 900 videos on YouTube. 900, and yeah, the, 900. That is extraordinary. I don't know how many podcasts. Maybe we've recorded 150. And that's the other thing. The podcast now is more, it's me interviewing book authors, gardening book authors. <laughs> so they'll, I'll, I'll contact us. Hey, why don't you send me your book? And then I'll read it and ask questions about it. So they're, they're not, they're not usually, they're not usually how to garden books. They're more like, uh, like, uh, one guy I love having on my podcast is a guy named Robert Pavlis, and yeah. uh, he writes these books called Garden Myths. Oh. So 99% of, of what he writes about is stuff he hears people, advice he, advice he sees people giving other people on Facebook and how, mm -hmm. bad, it, how bad it is, because <laughs> you know? it's like, that won't do anything. He, he's, got, he's a biochemistry background, yeah. um, so he can, you know, a lot of people... Well, think something works, but it, there's no evidence for it, yeah. right? Um, so it's that sort of thing. I had a guy, this was a one-off, but I had a guy on to talk about roses and um, that sort of, you know, I just had a guy on recently, he's a soil scientist, he wrote this book, Improving Your Soil. It's very, it's actually a very textbook, like I spent years in university. This reminds me of a, the, 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 like the course 
course reading for a, a course <laughs> on soil, but not yeah. in a boring way. It was just it was late. It was it was very. Yeah. I enjoyed reading it, but it was laid out yeah. like a textbook. But I, I don't mind that, and it was not boring. It was just it really was laid out like that, but in a like yeah. you could teach and a as course. The, in it. As the interviewer, uh, as the person who's the host, and when you bring these guests on, and especially you know, yeah. like with a soil uh, author, uh, you your challenge is to make this uh, understandable to the layman. I try to ask the questions that people I ask the things I'm interested in. If they use a technical term, I'll, I'll stop them and ask them, mm -hmm. "What does that mean?" You know, uh, that sort of thing, because they'll often just you know. It'll, it can get a little sciencey sometimes, so I'll, I'll play the dumb guy and ask yeah. all the dumb questions and and <laughs> that sort of thing. But it's not. I mean, some of the podcast too is just the old my old form where it's me mm -hmm. talking, where I've got some some question that someone's asked. It's usually a good viewer question, and I know it's going to take an hour yeah. <laughs> to speak to the question. Um, so I'll do that. I, I don't do as much of it as I should. Those videos when I do a podcast like that. It, I mean, the podcast downloads are, are very consistent. I have a consistent, fairly loyal base for the downloads of the podcast. But I can tell whether a podcast is more relatable or not, depending, or, or I really don't know. But on, on the YouTube, I can tell, like, the views the podcast gets. It's a tiny portion of what I do on YouTube. Um, but if it's a video with just me outside talking, answering a viewer question, taking, like, the better part of an hour to do it, that always outperforms, and I don't understand it. It outperforms my podcast, and I've had guests on my podcast who have greater celebrity mm -hmm. than myself. Um, that is to say, they're on the radio, or they've been on television, or on CTV, or CBC, or whatever. Uh, so I, I don't understand that. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I had a guy. Um, what was his name? Um, Doctor Joe Schwartz. He's got a radio show in Montreal. He's the like the the dean of an office at McGill. He's been on CTV, CBC. Very entertaining. He's fascinating guest. Probably one of the most interesting guests I've ever had. And he got no views. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I mean it got views, right? But it didn't. I thought it would be like, "Woo, this this is yeah. really going to propel my channel forward." And I, honestly, I think it's because he's a chemist, and I had the word chemicals in the um, yeah. in the title. And so many gardeners are put off by chemical. I mean, everything's chemicals. So you and me, yeah. we, I, this, this recording yeah, is a yeah, bag we're, of chemicals. We're just a big bag, a bag of chemicals, chemicals. what we are. <laughs> There's chemicals yeah. flying out of my mouth onto the screen yeah. right now, right? Uh, so, yeah, so, <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's sort of like, a, it's like that's the C word when it yeah. comes to gardening. People think you're, you're talking about doing everything. Uh, yeah, synthetically. Yeah. Oh, you're going like to put that, chemicals in the ground? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's more like we're trying to understand how how soil yeah. and water and the things in in that solution yeah. work, right? So I find it really fascinating, but I guess it's not for everyone. Do uh, do <laughs> so you anyway. get approached by people? A lot of people who want to be guests. Yeah, sometimes um, I probably get one or oh, two a week. That's... I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't do a lot. Um, I, I approach people yeah. I want to be guests. Um, so. <laughs> uh, the, actually, the, I did a recording fairly recently. The uh, person's name was Susan Poisoner. And uh, that's the first person I think I've interviewed. Well, no. But it's one of the few people in the over the years that I interviewed because some they, they had like one of these agents reach out mm -hmm. on their behalf. And I looked at some of her videos and I'm like, yeah, she seems all right. She doesn't seem like, like you're always worried that you're going to have some guest that's crazy. <laughs> Right, <laughs> or they're going to get into their politics or or whatever, right? Um, and it's the same thing when I reach out to someone. I know they're checking to see, like, is this guy nuts? Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's it's just a weird, like your first your first uh, your first engagement with a podcast guest is very touchy. You have to be very, um, you know, because they're feeling you out to see if they can. Are you going to do all this gutchy stuff? Are you going to be confrontational? Like, right? Once they realize that you just you know, I usually bring people on my podcast that they have an expertise I don't have. And so it's it's something my view, it's usually in reference to something viewers ask me that, you know, I could look it up and provide an answer. But why don't I bring on someone that spent like their life doing that and have them. I had a guy on once named Ron Goldie from 
some university in the United States, I can't remember, but he's like a specialist in garlic. We did a whole thing on garlic. And, you know, he's written articles on garlic, and they're you know, from one of the uh, agricultural extensions in, in the United States. I had a lady on who just, she's like a poultry expert, right? And she teaches at a university, an <laughs> agricultural university in Maine. And so we did like an episode on chickens, just chickens. Then we did another one on like ducks, <laughs> eggs and stuff like that, right? Because um, you know, it's almost so much more interesting. You know, I get to be, I get to put myself in the role of, hey, I want to have chickens in my backyard because I like free eggs, right? So I asked her, like, okay, what do I do? What Step one, I got nothing. What do I yeah. do sort of thing, right? And I ask her all the necessary questions. Um, so that's that's usually who I bring on to be a guest is someone I view to have a knowledge I lack. Does the thought of starting your podcast overwhelm you? Need technical and creative help? Podcast Atlantic is here for you. With very competitive pricing, you can relax and concentrate on talking to your guest. With over 27 years of television production experience and over six years as a podcaster, Mike Boyd will guide you along the path to your own podcast. For a free discovery meeting, email info at podcastatlantic.com. So, with your listeners, are you are you pleased with the um, the amount of you know the amount of involvement that your listeners have with your podcast? Meaning, are you pleased with how many people email you with questions? Would you like to see more of it? Are you getting inundated, or any or any any issues that that a newbie should know about? It's. I've always answered every question and, uh, you know, I've, I've heard from other podcasters and YouTubers that there's a point where you just can't do that anymore. I'm, I'm not there yet. Um, I got, a, I got a, almost 50,000 subscribers on YouTube. I don't know what my numbers are on the podcast, but, um, I mean, it makes, I make, make money off of this, you know, like it's not, I'm not, I can't quit my day job, but it, you know, the podcast is to a point right now where, the money coming in from the podcast is is much greater than the money I spend on camera equipment, recording equipment, computer equipment. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It's, it's the money I make. The, the money I spend is a fraction of yeah. the money I make. For right now, I it's pro, it's just the right engagement. I mean, I've, I've got a number of viewers that comment on everything every time, and I always I always yeah. like to respond to them because. You know, like it's it's just like these are people I've had these yeah. back and forth with for years, right? Um, and I'll have a new viewer, and then I'll have some person that just wants to start yeah. a fight or whatever. There's that. Um, we can talk about that, too, because that's yeah. a big part of it, and you have to learn how to deal with that. Um, so uh, that's an important yeah. thing, actually, because you can waste a lot of time with that. Um, but, yeah, for right now, where I am, um, you know, I probably spend, I don't know, maybe an – I mean, i got a system for it as well. But I spend a, a little time every day responding to questions. Most of them are YouTube mm -hmm. comments. Uh, some of them are comments on the podcast. Some of them are comments on what I've written on Substack. And some of them are direct emails. They, they found my email yeah. and they email me directly. But I respond to everything. One thing I don't do that I used to do is I used to write really long mm -hmm. responses. And I don't um, because it just eats up so much time. Actually, the reason I started writing a Substack column was I was spending so much time responding to questions on Facebook and stuff. I thought, well, I should be getting paid for this. <laughs> yeah. So, so if I have a, like, I did a my most recent Substack article. I just put on a Monday. It was called "Which Manure Is Best," and I wrote 1,300 words, and it's part one because that's going to take a part two. You know, like sheep manure, cow manure, chicken manure. It's actually a more complicated yeah. question than you think, right? And there's going to be some tables and all sorts of stuff. That's like a typical viewer question. That's something. Like that, which one? Well, that's that's so easy to answer. Like, it depends on what you're looking for, and there's a lot of things to consider, and there's cost, and how far out of town you got to go to get it, and all these kinds of things, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, I usually I've kept like people that are with me a long time. I, I might have written them a paragraph, and now I write them a couple sentences, uh, so my responses yeah, are shorter. Yeah. But the viewer input really does help you come up with ideas for. I got a thing right here. 
So this is like idea board, <laughs> right? So if someone writes me uh, a question, I'll say, geez, that's, that'd be a great yeah. video or a Substack article or whatever, or a podcast, right? Um, like the podcasts always go, the videos are always shorter. Like talking for an hour, That's a, you need a topic. Yeah. That, that's that a can, long time to talk. I can to do talk a whole yourself, hour. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I can do it, but I have to have the right mm -hmm. topic for that. Um, and that's a podcast thing because usually on YouTube, people, I mean, I have videos that are 10 minutes that people are saying like, dude, that's way too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 minutes, man. And I could yeah. talk for an hour. There isn't, there's yeah. no topic. I, I could talk for an hour about anything. Toilet paper up or toilet paper down. I could probably put yeah. an hour into that. <laughs> um, you know, so. <laughs> Excellent. So let's. Uh, you, you talked about equipment, and and it's, it, it is important because yeah. I'm, uh, first time podcasters are always interested in what type of gear people are using. So what uh, what are you using these days? I, I would recommend getting a GoPro, oh, yeah? right? Because you can you can do anything with a GoPro. The only um, drawback with my other camera is in the garage, and that's the one I use a lot. Um, this co this GoPro, I think it's a 10. I had an eight, but I dropped it so many times, uh, that it, it's not reliable. Um, this one's all right. The only drawback, and you can see I've glued a, a, a dead cat keep wind, a wind, a wind, yeah, you mean, wind yeah, muff yeah, is what they call soccer. Yeah. 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 yeah other, cause I'm outside and it's windy where I am. So I was always all this crazy noise and it ruins the whole video. You'll record a fantastic video. You know it's a good video, and you go in to edit it, and it's all this terrible noise, and it's just ruined. No one's going to want to listen to it. It's torturous to listen to. Um, so these are good, but the catch with this is that it doesn't have a, a pin-on mm. microphone, right? I think the newer GoPro, maybe this model. I know there's a newer model. You can have a remote mic attached to it. That's really important um, because with something like this, unless I'm – if I'm talking at the microphone, and then I put my head down to do something else. The volume goes to yeah. half. And the, 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 the chore of when I'm editing that video I, to keep the levels consistent, you just sound terrible because mm -hmm. you're loud and you're quiet. And so then you got to do all this frigging around to get it, like, consistently loud, you know. Um, so to have something right here all the time, especially if, if you're doing videos like mine, like your how-to videos, where you're all over the place. I might be eight feet from the camera. I might be two feet from the camera. I'm all over the place. Um, so I have another camera that's uh, a Sony. I can get it if you want. No. Um, anyway, yeah. it's on a tripod and it's got a, it's got a, uh, I can't even remember the name of the, uh, here's, here's the road. Oh yeah. And again, uh, so these, yeah, these, these are, ones, yeah. right? Road makes an excellent um, product. And yeah, if you know, if you just want to yeah. email me later, I can put it in the show notes. Uh, what, the, what can, what the, yeah. what equipment you use. Uh, so that's your camera equipment. Uh, yeah. But I didn't no. start off with that. I mean, and that's what I wanted to talk about is that I would not like what you spend on your gear is not going to make your channel, your, your podcast or, or your YouTube channel. Like your gear is not going to get people mm -hmm. to watch you. You, you are going to get people to watch you. <laughs> like you got to be, you got to have something interesting. I started with a, an old, my, my, my wife's. So my father-in-law uh, died. And we brought some of his stuff back to the house after the funeral and all that. And one of the things he had was a camera he bought for a trip. And it had it was a video camera, right? And it was one of those video cameras where even though the camera's looking at you, oh, you can yeah, you see can yourself. Oh, yeah, you can the um, screen around, yeah. Right? That's really important. Um, you might not realize it, but if you can see yourself when you're recording yourself talk, it gives you an audience, even though it's just you, and it changes your facial. Exp you you start you'll make a joke and you'll smile, and then the camera, the face on the camera smiles, and even though it's you, you feel like, hey, it's a good joke. That yeah. guy's laughing too. So you know, or you know, if you're um, looking happy, the other person's smiling, they're happy. If you're just talking to a, I mean, maybe it's the problem was is with me because I'm not an actor or a TV personality, but I, I need another person to interact with to get a more the emotional connection yeah. right um so you know if you've got the little thing that you can flip around so you can actually see you all you can also see if you're in frame all these little things if you're in the yeah. middle of the camera right all that sort of stuff but it's for me it's really just having a face actually when i first started recording the podcast um we it was 100 percent audio i couldn't even see the guest 
and the guests couldn't see me. And that might have been a year mm-hmm. like that. And it wasn't, uh, I mean, when I started off, they were with Dave. And because I know Dave, it worked out okay. But once I started interviewing guests, it was terrible because they couldn't see my face and I couldn't see their face. And, I mean, people, they can't tell you where, they can't always tell where you're going with questions um, without your body language and your facial expressions and that sort of thing. You get much more out of, even if you're podcast is just going to be audio you're going to get much more out of your guests if they can see your face and you can see their face you can just respond you can tell if they're mm-hmm. not comfortable with some so you can move it away you can even you know, almost do like hands all right it's okay you know like you can do all this sort of stuff right all this non-verbal communication that really does affect the the quality of the interaction with the guest and it relaxes them like i i like to crack a lot of jokes it's just something I do. It's probably a nervous habit. Um, but if you don't see my face, you might not even know if it's yeah. a joke. <laughs> right? So, so which, if you don't think it's a joke, you might think it's some yeah. other comment, and it might may, might get their brains working, and they think, where yeah. am I going with that? You don't realize it's a joke, right? They might think it's an interjection. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it's important. So, anyway, the, the point I was trying to get at, I got completely distracted, is that the idea of – this is – I mean, I'm, I'm kind of frugal anyway. But I think a lot of people, I've noticed when I watch people's uh, YouTube channels or podcasts with hardly any views and any subscriptions, and they got better gear than me, way yeah. better gear than me, <laughs> like thousands of dollars worth of stuff, right? I mean, I got, I don't know, I got like a $600 one of these. I bought this after I'd made thousands of dollars as a mm. podcaster, and I could justify it. Thousands of dollars as a podcaster. I started off with like a used camera. Right. And then when that used camera died, I bought a better camera. And when that camera died, I bought a better camera. And you can, if you go back and look at my old videos, they're very poor quality compared to the ones yeah. I do now. Um, and, and everything could be back. I could have a better setup for the podcast. I mean, I could have a nice microphone and all that sort of stuff. Uh, these headphones, this is Avantri. These are like 150 yeah. bucks. And they've, you know, the money I'd have to spend to have a microphone to get this sound quality, it would be way higher. Yes, that could be. So, yeah, yeah I look like I'm yeah. an astronaut. You know, it's, it's, it's so much cheaper yeah. just to look like an astronaut that's, yeah, you, than to have that's like a, a That's a USB mic, uh, a headset? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. So yes. it plugs directly yes. into your computer, and then you're going on to you, – you told me earlier you use Zoom uh, to record your interviews um, yes. with guests. That's right. And the, the wireless is good too if you're a, if I, I'm a hand hand yeah. talker, <laughs> so <laughs> it's not going to work if you're you're going to hook the thing and yeah. rip the thing off your head. It's you know if you're very animated and moving around yeah. a lot, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's my advice is that you go don't don't spend a lot of money when you're starting off. Like just you know, I mean, what you're looking for is gradual yeah. audience increase. What are you? You know, if the audience is if it's not going anywhere, then you got to give up yeah. and try something else, I'm, I'm, you know. Um, but again, yeah. gradual is gradual. It doesn't mean like, you know, it's just gradual. Don't yeah. expect much. There's a lot of people doing podcasts. It's the likelihood of t- taking off is slim to nil. You got to be doing something very different um, or just, I mean, if you're absolutely beautiful to look at, that's a huge advantage. Uh, you know, that's, <laughs> you can't buy that. Right. Um, but I mean that, that, you know, if, if I was like, you know, whatever, let's say I'm a six or I'm a seven, let's say I was a 10, right. I'd have more views. It would just, it would just like, if I look like oh, Brad Greg, Pitt, I'd have the greatest, greatest gardening channel oh, yeah, in history, yeah. <laughs> especially if I was wearing like a tank top, you know, when I did everything. Well, oh, maybe you God, should. No. Maybe we, we should get you <laughs> yeah. in a tank top. I don't know. You don't look too bad. You know, I think exactly. you're selling yourself short. I think you're closer to an eight than a six. But I'm like, well, no, Brad Pitt. Let's Who is? I'm just I don't saying, think Brad, like it's, it's Brad Pitt. It makes all the even Brad yeah. Pitt isn't a Brad Pitt exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. What are you editing with? <laughs> I use a software called oh, yeah. Movavi. Okay. Um, that's it. Costs like I don't know. First time I bought it was eighty bucks. And you have to renew it every yeah, year, right? And it's probably it's probably it's probably ninety dollars yeah. now. It's called Movavi. The, the version I'm using right now is Movavi Video Suite mm-hmm. 2021, and uh, that's what I use for 
for everything. You can make a, a movie with Mojave. You know, it's great for yeah. editing YouTube videos, and you know, I probably use one tenth of its capacity yeah. because I, you know, it's not like I went to film school. I mean, I, I don't. My background, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. No. Right? But you, you know. YouTube is great for that as well. You, you can go, or a lot of the a lot of the companies that uh, have these subscription ed, uh, video editing programs will have uh, how-to videos on their site. So you, uh, you certainly shouldn't let that intimidate you. Get in there and practice and enjoy it. Well, and I think like one of the most useful things to do is is watch videos that if it's a, if it's videos that are like what you want to do. Um, and try to copy <laughs> that format, you know, like I, um, uh, some of my videos, just cause I'm feeling lazy, uh, the turn the camera comes on and say, Hey, it's Greg and I'm out in my garden and I'm planting some carrots today. I'm going to show you how let's get started. You know, it's just like that little logo up in the corner and it fades out. And, but sometimes, uh, if I feel like I've done a really good video, I have a little intro at the beginning, like 20 seconds with some music and just different clips of the whole episode from start to finish. So they can, it's like a preview yeah. of a TV, you know, next time on yeah. Agnum PI, you know, <laughs> and little clips. Right. Um, so, so I kind of, you know, coming yeah. up next. Right. Um, so it's just a little teaser at the beginning and it takes yeah. time, like doing one of those. Cause you gotta, you gotta watch the whole video and say, okay, what, what five, what five, four second clips yeah. tell you the story of this video. It takes but it also, but I it, think it, it gets, gets you more views because it get, it makes you look more polished. Yeah, and it just gives this person a sense yeah. of what they're going to get. Like and, they know what they're going to know get, that right? uh, you know that you um, uh, and of course if you have people helping you, you and your team, uh, or if it's just, you know you're alone, that's great. You you care about what you're putting out, and you want you know, you just don't want to throw something yeah. up there for people to listen to and and say okay that's it that's all you're going to get that then you know bye bye. <laughs> That's right. No, it does give it a slightly more like, oh, this is yeah. this is a TV show, you know. Like, I don't know that my stuff ever looks like a TV show, but um, it yeah. does look a little bit better. Um, but also, like, I, I tend to I have longer videos mm -hmm. than a lot of people, and I talk a lot, so I need the teaser at the beginning so they know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so because otherwise they're really like, what are you talking about? Get to the yeah. point. What's this video about? So I'll start the video with what it's about. And then you might might listen to the whole conversation. Do you add trans transcripts to either the video or the podcast so that no? No, it's so much work. It's it's, mm -hmm. it's insane work. And you know, like I, I work at a desk, I have a full time job, and uh, I mean, and I'm six foot four. So like the last thing I ever want to mm -hmm. do is be at a desk. And you know, like everything about having a YouTube channel and a podcast is involves being at a desk. So the idea of having to like type that all out, uh, oh my god! Or maybe there's some software that'll turn create transcripts, then mm -hmm. I have to edit it. Um, I know that with YouTube, YouTube, when someone's watching your YouTube video, they can there's a thing they can click, and it'll just if you if you tell YouTube you're recording in English, YouTube will put yeah. subtitles up. Uh, right. So if someone you know is is I don't know you know. Uh, needs that, or like you know, I know often when we, my kids and I watch TV, we like to have the words anyway. Just I don't know for some reason we like reading what people are saying. Um, so it does that, but no, I don't do the transcripts. I I don't think no. anybody reads them. Yeah. Who reads that? I don't think it's worth the effort. It's a yeah. lot of time and effort, and I really don't see. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's content, but you know, I used to do a fairly lengthy show notes with my. Yeah podcast today's podcast we talked about this yeah almost like a summary i don't do that anymore mm -hmm. i don't think anybody reads it you know it's it's a two sentences you know today i talked to michael board about or not Boyd, my, today i talked to <laughs> michael boyd about you know starting yeah. podcasts and we talked about yeah. this this and that that's it that's all i put and then i have a bunch of plugs hey if you want to buy seeds you know buy yeah. it from these guys you know yeah <laughs> that sort of thing right um but yeah i don't think it's worth Anyone, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to read yeah. your transcripts. It's, you know, it's not like you're interviewing the president <laughs> no. or something. All know? right, well, good. that's good to know. <laughs> Does the thought of starting your podcast overwhelm you? Need technical and creative help? 
Podcast Atlantic is here for you. With very competitive pricing, you can relax and concentrate on talking to your guest. With over 27 years of television production experience and over six years as a podcaster, Mike Boyd will guide you along the path to your own podcast. For a free discovery meeting, email info at podcastatlantic.com. So I have a whole bunch of questions I'm going to ask Keith about nitrogen, and we're just going to try to fill up an hour uh, going through all of these. Because, yeah, if you uh, if you understand nitrogen, you'll probably be doing a lot better as a home gardener. That's uh, right. So let's just get started. What is nitrogen? Okay. Uh, pretty common element. Uh, 78% of the air we breathe is, is nitrogen gas. Uh, and, and, you know, two nitrogen atoms stuck together uh, is a very, very stable uh, compound. Speaking of seeds, <laughs> you have a you have a sponsor on some of your podcasts or all of your podcasts. I noticed you had Vessi, Vessi seeds was one of them, which everybody knows Vessi seeds. Uh, so that was uh, was yes. that a, a, a thing where you approached them or they approached you? Yeah, I approached them. Yeah, uh, th- that's a you know getting sponsors is really difficult to do. Maybe it's I'm not a salesperson. Yeah. I hate having to do all that stuff. I'm terrible at it. I feel ridiculous when I'm reaching out to people and saying, hey, how about, you know, you and I, how about I take some of your money for something? <laughs> I, hate, I can't stand the process of it. Um, uh, really, And with Vessies, I, I did everything wrong. Like everything you could think of to do wrong to reach out to them, I did. I don't know why they put up with me and decided to, uh, and it's not like I had, ridiculous numbers of subscribers yeah. when i first started with them my numbers were low yeah they're like a tenth of what they are now they gave me a chance and we built a relationship and and they let me do whatever i want you know that there's not like they're not reviewing my videos yeah. or anything like that um so it's uh it's it's great but yeah i reached out to them i had another one i had a, a hardware store um but they they wanted me to um they had a list of oh, things yeah. they wanted me to promote. And I said, I said, I don't use any of those things. Here's the stuff I use. I'll promote these. And they said, how about you just go, <laughs> how about you go away? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I and mean, it wasn't like, you know, they were offering me a couple thousand bucks to do that. Um, but that's, I just, I can't promote something yeah. that I wouldn't use. Um, so for me, I've, I could make a lot more money. You know, I have, Almost on a weekly basis, I get an email from some company saying, hey, look at this great thing. Why don't you tell your viewers to buy it? And we'll give you money. Um, and I don't do it because <laughs> it's always some piece of garbage I wouldn't yeah. use. <laughs> so so if, that's just a personality thing. I'm, I'm terrible. The few times I try to do plug videos, I'm terrible at it. I, I stumble over my words. I, I just don't. I feel so uncomfortable doing it. Even if it's something I like, I have a hard time doing it. Uh, just not yeah. a natural salesperson. Um, so that's me. If you are, then you know you probably do a lot better, yeah. better than me. Um, you know, some some of the um, I had an arrangement with one company, and it was a terrible deal for them. It was a good deal for me. Um, they wanted me to make a video every month. For that video, they give me two hundred bucks, and they give me like a hundred bucks to spend on their stuff. So they basically give me an allowance to buy their stuff and then use it on my channel. Okay. So they give me a hundred bucks of a hundred dollars worth of coupons to, could I could only spend with them. And every time I made a video once a month, they give me 200 bucks. Not a bad deal. I hated it. Um, I, I made about three videos and then I just said, look, I'm really sorry. You know, here's all your money back. Um, like the coupon money. I just can't do this. It's just not working for me. I wonder if anybody even bought hmm. the stuff I made the videos on. You know, like the the arrangement I have with Vessies is I get a percentage. People use my coupon code and I get a percentage. So I don't have to say, oh, these seeds, these are the best. These broccoli seeds are yeah. the best broccoli seeds in the world. 
I don't have to do any or look at this uh, gardening scissors. I've never seen gardening scissors like these. Yeah. I tell you what, they're the best thing I've ever seen. Like, I yeah. don't have to do that stuff, right? It's more like, you, the know, coupon code, you like coupon fessies, code. Yeah. If, yeah, that's called an you know, affili affiliate sponsorship. Yeah, like that, you yeah. Wanna, yeah. yeah, I just say, like, if you know, I have a line, like, uh, they sell something yeah. you need, buy from them and yeah, you know, absolutely. support everything I'm doing. Yeah, if you here, want to you support know, me, yeah. That sort of thing, right? Um, so it's better than Patreon. You know, you can give me money on Patreon. Why don't you just buy something you need and I'll get a yeah. little piece of that, you know? Um, so, you know, and I have another one in, in the United States, the Hudson Valley Seed Company, and a coupon code with them. I thought, I thought that would do a lot better because, uh, you know, there's a lot of Americans and, and the bulk of my viewers are American because there's just more, more Americans in yeah. California than there are in Canada. Right. So, so yeah. there's a lot of Americans, uh, uh, but that it, it's, I'm getting money from it, but it's not yeah. uh, the same, yeah. um, but who knows anyway, uh, but that took a lot. Like, so I, I approached about five American seed companies and said, look, how about I just mention your, your stuff. And, you know, like, it's kind of like what I do with Vessies. And four of them didn't even respond. And a couple of, you know, then a couple of them goes, well, well, you know, we're not, we're not interested in an arrangement like that at this time. All that, you know, mm. if someone says, if the yeah. last sentence is at this time, don't waste any yeah. time with that. There is no time. <laughs> when they say at this time, <laughs> they mean never. <laughs> so, go away. <laughs> at this time, means right. go away. Don't come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so even now with, with almost 50,000 subscribers and millions of views, um, there's all kinds of uh, potential sponsors I reach out to, and they ghost me. Um, and there's nothing touchy on my channel. It's not like I'm talking about Donald Trump or like I'm not mm. talking about anything, right? It's just, hi, I'm a guy growing stuff in my backyard. Like it's the cleanest, you know, clean cut, <laughs> you know, uh, no, you know, no swearing, <laughs> nothing, right? Um, so I think just some of them don't, yeah, don't see the point. Right. Or maybe they don't think it's a good idea. I don't, I don't yeah. really know. I don't understand. Well, Greg, we're uh, near, near the end of our, our talk here. And I do appreciate everything uh, you've, uh, you've said and appreciate you coming on. Uh, one of the, well, the last thing I want to ask you is, uh, is uh, if you could give some advice to first timers out there, podcasters, uh, or, or people who are, you know, like, who are having their podcasts as a video on YouTube as well. What, what kind of advice could you give them? Yeah. Number one, I'd say get uh, accept that everything like you're going to mess a lot of stuff up, and just don't seek perfection. Um, that was my biggest, and that's why I had a friend who's a professional film director do my first two videos. They're fantastic. They're probably the best videos I have because he did them. He knows what he's doing. Um, you know, my first ones are terrible. I have one video where <laughs> I recorded the whole thing. And I didn't realize it, but I was in the garden and I had about three beers before I recorded the video. And my, I had a radio playing like CBC news and it was, bah, 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 bah. it was going on <laughs> through the whole video. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, understand that, you know, unless you're some kind of genius, um, it's, it's a, it's a learning process, learning how to talk and, and, talk in such a way that people want to keep listening right that's that's a learning process learning how to speak without saying mm, uh basically you know you know all that sort of stuff i've edited myself so much that there's there's words i use those filler words i know what they look like <laughs> yeah. as sound waves like yeah. um i know um looks like uh yeah the pie symbol <laughs> pie r you know uh, <laughs> sort of thing right um but yeah this first the most important thing would be to uh, just get over the fact that everything you're doing isn't awesome. Just just do the best you can and get it out there, and then see how people respond to it, and and you know just evolve over time. The second thing is don't don't think that by spending a lot of money, it's going to be successful. You know, uh, it's going to be successful if people like what you're doing. You know, and if you've got if it's grainy and a bit shaky and but you're just a likable person or whatever. People will still, you'll get to get some views and you get some better gear later on, you know? And the third thing is, uh, comments from viewers. People can be unbelievably mean, <laughs> you know, they just can. It's, it's really, um, 
you know, I, I used to waste ridiculous amounts of time arguing with people on Facebook because um, you think you know, like, oh, I got to, you know, uh, I, I can't look this way or I can't look that way or, you know, most of that. It's so meaningless. It's it's the complete it, it, the energy you waste um, debating, arguing with people online. It's, it's it's a complete waste of time. And I've had to over the years learn to distinguish a person with a legitimate question who wants to engage from some jerk that just wants to dump on me, right? Um, and I don't waste my time with those people. I'll, I'll answer, if they, if they ask a really qu a question in a really rude way, I'll answer it in a very short, polite way. And if they have a really rude follow-up, I don't mm -hmm. engage with them anymore, right? Um, so, you know, that's, don't waste. Your viewers are very important, but some of them are not good faith actors. They're just, they're, they're angry, lonely people, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and for whatever reason, they love getting into these adversarial engagements with the person, with people doing, you know, you're putting yourself out there. It's, it's a, you're taking a huge risk because um, you're, you're putting your face out there. And I guess that leads to another point is sometimes people think, boy, if I do this and it fails, I'll be a laughing stock. Um, you know, what will people think? Um, which is something I thought about. Um, but I, I was in a unique category because I've been teaching at a university, and universities have this thing called ratemyprofessors.com. So even before I had a podcast, you, you could go online and, have, and read how many people hate me and don't <laughs> like me. <laughs> That's delightful. Statistics, <laughs> research methods. So I fail a lot of people, right? I can make a lot of, I ruin a lot of people's dreams in a class like that. Because, <laughs> you know, in, in the social sciences, I taught stats. So, you know, they didn't sign up for that. So there's already all kinds of, if you Google my name, you, you see all kinds of people that don't like me. Um, but also, like, I just, I was at the right stage in my life where I was like, what? It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It really, to, to me anyway, it, it does not matter. You know, like, I, I'm helping some people with their gardening and you know i'm sure there's some people that think who does that guy think he is what's he doing why does he think he should be on camera or whatever i was watching gardening channels actually how it all started how i started doing this as a serious youtuber i guess part of the equation as well is i was why there was like one time i was homesick and i was just binging gardening channels right i was just laying in bed you know watching youtube gardening channels I've got one of those tvs you can watch youtube on and none of them were coming at it the way I would. None of them. And that's kind of like, okay, well, this isn't what I... I mean, there was, there's some great gardening channels out there. Don't get me wrong. But they just weren't coming at it the way I would. Um, and I thought, well, maybe there's an audience for the way I come at this thing. Um, so, that, like, a lot of them don't show you what to do with it in the kitchen. A good deal of my mm -hmm. content is, is in the kitchen. Because um, what are you going to do? So, okay, you grow kale, but you know, does your family eat your kale, or do they all hate it? Maybe you know, you learn how to cook kale in a way that everybody likes it. You know, because what's the point of growing it all if you got to, you know, you know, have you know, force everyone in your house eat that broccoli? You know, like <laughs> it should be delicious, right? Um, so, uh, you know, that's another big part of it. But yeah, if you're, it's it's not for everyone. But if you're if you're worried, you got to find some way to get to square yourself with. Oh my God, I'm 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 giving up my anonymity. I'm putting myself out there, and what if it fails? I'll be a laughing stock. What will my graduating high school class think? Oh yeah, that guy had a YouTube channel. What an idiot, right? Oh, who cares? Mm. Okay, <laughs> this is kind of my attitude. It's just like you, you got to be at that stage where you're just like, who cares? Whatever, you know. I I want to do this. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a fun thing to do. I think I'm going to enjoy it. And over the course of the years I've done it, I just enjoy the creative uh, process. I like coming up with a really good, when it's the podcast where it's just me talking, I like setting up, okay, I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to, I might spend the better part of a week just on my lunch breaks, jotting down ideas and organizing them. Well, I should talk about this, then this, then this. Oh yeah, but that leads to this. And I'll spend a long time getting that together. And then I'll have this, you know, good conversation about something with just the right segues Almost like the way a comedian, you know, yeah. everything sort of fits together. I mean, I'm not at that level, but it's that sort of thing, right? And same with the video. I'll have an idea for the music that's going to be in the video. 
the way it's going to, I was be laying in bed thinking about it at night, the way the different uh, pieces fit together. And I really enjoy the creative process of putting together what I think is a good video. That doesn't mean, that's another thing. That's just the last, I should end on this. Um, and this is probably more YouTube than podcast. Um, but the video you think everyone's going to watch because it's so awesome. It's probably not the video <laughs> that everyone, like my top videos are videos I, I shot. I did not plan. I just, I'm talking videos with like a quarter million views, right? They're videos I just shot off the, off the cuff. You know, they're not, they're not well done. The audio quality is not good. The video quality is not good. I have no idea why so many people watch. I, I've got one video where I show how I ran a, I stuck a Coke bottle over the eaves trough and duct tape a garden hose to the Coke bottle and run the hose to my goldfish pond to fill the goldfish pond. Then I can use the water for my garden. It's, it's, it's a good distance from the house, maybe 25 yards or something like that. <laughs> That's my most watched video. That has like 350,000 views. I have no idea why. I've got way better videos than that. <laughs> I have no idea why that took off. Right. So, you know, the fact that the coolest video you've ever made, I, I made one this summer I was really proud of. Um, and it, it got decent views, but it didn't take off, didn't go crazy. Right. And that's just part of it. You, you know, for me anyway, I, I have no idea why one thing will pick up a lot of views and another one don't. I think it's just for me, just enjoy the creative process of putting stuff out there and let whatever mm -hmm. happens, happens. Yeah. You're going to share it on social media and you got to do all that sort of stuff. But I mean, what, when something takes off, it's because other people are, it's, it's not because you shared it on social media. It's because other people shared it. Right. And they're, you know, it's getting, it's picking up traction. Algorithms are suggesting it because the algorithm can tell people are interested. They're watching it. They're not, you know, clicking, fast forwarding through it. There's, they're listening. Right. So, Whatever it is about a video that has those qualities, I'm sure there's whole series on it. But even then, if I had to make a video according to some formula for what makes, I wouldn't enjoy it. It'd be like a thing I have to do. I just enjoy making something that I think is interesting to watch. And sometimes other people agree. and Sometimes they don't agree at all. Right? It doesn't get as many views as I think. Um, but to me, it's you know, get into it because you think it's gonna, you're going to enjoy it. And it's, it's like a creative, out, for me, that's how I get into it. It's a, it's a creative outlet. It's something I do. Uh, it's enjoyable. I do it when it's enjoyable and I do it because I find it enjoyable. Uh, otherwise, it's just another job. You might as well get a job at McDonald's. You probably make more money working evenings at McDonald's yeah. um, than running a podcast, unless you're really lucky, right? I don't know why mm -hmm. mine took off. I have no idea. Um, but if, if it had been about that, it, it, yeah, I don't know why it happened, but it happened. But I'm just doing something I enjoy. And I do it when I'm in the mood. I can't shoot a video if I'm miserable or under the weather or yeah. irritated. Um, I just can't. You're, you're not the right yeah. Right well, Greg, I appreciate you uh, coming on today, and I uh, I know all our listeners will appreciate yeah. uh, all the uh, information you've given us. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks to Greg for being my very first guest on Adventures in Podcasting, the independent podcaster's journey. If you are into gardening or you just want to learn more about it, then Maritime Gardening is for you. Don't forget to subscribe and leave him a great rating. I hope you enjoyed our conversation, and I'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Thanks for listening to our conversation. I hope you took something away that you can use for your own podcast journey. Of course, I would love it if you would rate and subscribe to Adventures in Podcasting, the independent podcaster's journey. Remember, please be kind. If you have an established podcast and would like to be a guest on future seasons, reach out to me at info at podcastatlantic.com. If you need help with your podcast, use the same email to contact me for a free discovery meeting or call me at 902-233-4676. To learn more about Podcast Atlantic, you can head over to www.podcastatlantic.com. There you will discover a list of over 300 Atlantic Canadian produced podcasts that you can enjoy, as well as all the information you need to reach me. This podcast has been recorded with Riverside FM. If you are interested in recording your podcast using Riverside FM, please use my affiliate link. 
bottom of the show notes. Music used in this podcast was produced through Archer's Audio. The tune is called I'm Happy for This Guitar. Thanks to Kathy and Jeff for helping me fine-tune the show logo. And thank you for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. In the meantime, I hope you start your own adventure in podcasting. Cheers. <laughs>